is it? Because you were like yawning when I. I know, but I, I was already record. laughing. I'm like on the verge of record, and you're like <laughs> laughing. I'm already laughing, and you haven't even said anything yet. Gix says because I know it's coming. Good evening, <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to our poor friends. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> you have me, Jamie, and nicole the the giggly one this evening and we have not been drinking tonight no. i will tell you this is just yeah our normal mo it's just us so tonight we have one of my absolute favorite 90s movies and i will tell you so good going back and watching this yeah like i i can definitely see why it was one of my favorite 90s movies and I haven't watched it in a long time. There was Me so much I had neither. forgotten. Me too. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I know this movie. Fuck, I bought it on Apple Movies, yeah. right? So I'm yeah. like, I would have watched this in yeah. the last 10 years. I don't know that I have. Yeah. But watching it, I was like, oh, this is so, so good. And it's so bad. It's good. Oh, yeah. So tonight we are watching or we're reviewing the 90s classic cruel intentions yes but before we start that nicole would you rathers and i've heard these are debaucherous i mean they're not as debaucherous as i could have gotten oh well i mean i tried to yeah i tried to keep it a little clean but you know in the theme of the movie that's right so i guess the point is if you are easily upset by the debauchery by sexual by yeah this well sexuality sexuality. yeah sexual i can't speak yeah i sound like i've been drinking and i have it i would say that this might not be the episode yeah you you. or you might just fast forward a little bit maybe get through the yeah but and in general when we're talking that's true when we're talking about the movie it may not be for you it's not like the movie's not much other than sex yeah that's right that's true Okay, okay here we go yeah would you rather not be able to have sex ever again or not be able to use a sex toy ever again ah okay well, we're going to just go here right now. We're going right in. I, <laughs> while I love the virtue of a good sex toy, mm-hmm. I have always been the type of person that has never needed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And in fact, I find that that when the mood strikes, it just slows me down. Mm. So by far, Interesting. I would forego yeah. any type of device. Yeah. For the real deal. For the real deal. I'm the same way. Would you? Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, like clearly have them right you know i don't actually like to use them though when jamie and i are being in like if he's not home bring it on but like <laughs> if the real deal is available i'm not interested in a toy so again i just get sl- slowed down i'm mm, like okay that's interesting yeah because you know yeah i only need a few minutes right and like taking it out and dusting that fucker <laughs> off it's like a whole bunch of more time yeah. that I just don't need to yeah. slow down. So, yeah. yes, we're going to definitely go with, I would forgo every, the real deal. yes, yeah. despite the fact that I get a lot of enjoyment of giving those out to people for birthday gifts oh, and yeah. embarrassing them. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you rather yes. give up oral okay. or sweet, delicious cheese? And I chose that for you. Of all the things, I chose cheese because of how much you love it. Is there any question? <laughs> Is there any question? I I might sew my mouth shut for some good cheese. <laughs> I absolutely. That's why I totally made it cheese. Give of up. all the food options, that's why I made it cheese. There are very few things I would not give up. <laughs> if the last question had been give up real sex versus cheese. 
I am pretty sure both me and my husband would answer the same way. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I fucking love cheese. I know you do. I, okay, but let's just clarify. I don't love fucking cheese. <laughs> I just you love enjoy eating, eating cheese. cheese. Yes. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. You? Oh, no, fuck the cheese. Oh, God. No, uh, I'm... Or- oh, no, no, I'm not giving up oral. No. I- but notice my question doesn't say giving. <laughs> it doesn't talk about whether I'm giving uh, or receiving. receiving. Obviously, I'd prefer to receive. Yes, obviously. Jamie could attest to that. Yeah, I mean, we all <laughs> would. attest to that. Like, yeah. what kind of psychos out there that's like, <laughs> I prefer to give a blowjob yeah. than to get <laughs> the oral sex. Yes, yeah, exactly. come on. That's not true. <laughs> That doesn't happen. No one. And if any, listen, ladies, <laughs> if any man tells you that they do, they are full of shit and they are just lying to you yes. to get into your pants. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. It will never no. be true. No. Okay. Yeah. That is our public service announcement. announcement. For today. You're welcome. And You're welcome. that's especially important for you young listeners. That is exactly right. Which, yeah, yeah because I they mean, will tell you anything. They will. Yeah. Anything. Would you rather yeah. have sex while blindfolded or handcuffed? Oh, blindfolded for sure. Yeah. Uh, the handcuff, I don't get. I think I would... I don't like... I think I would get claustrophobic. So that's my thing. We have never done it because the idea of it flips me the fuck out. I don't want to be restrained. Yeah, I don't And either. clearly, Jamie and I have been together since 1996. Right, what is he going to do? Exactly. Like, clearly, I know what, he's, he, what his game is. If he was going to kidnap you, it's already <laughs> right. happened. Blink right. twice if I need to rescue exactly. you. Exactly. I like, think we're safe. I don't think he's going to tie me to the bed and then leave me there for three days. Like, I'm not worried. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, the idea of that... To your point, yeah, absolutely. Like claustrophobic. Right. Like I can feel what the if fear he just rising. Forgets the key or something. Right. And we have we're, to call the fucking fire department. Oh God. Whoops. We're we're in trouble. Uh-huh. And I just in addition to that, I think there is something to be said for blindfolded. Yeah. In all fairness, I've never done that either. Clearly. I've I, never been blindfolded, but I will like a pillow over my face like mimic yeah, a blindfold yeah, 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 without yeah, yeah. actually yeah. being blindfolded well because you know I mean? that's the thing most of the time like you close your, your eyes, eyes anyway, anyway yeah. right yeah. so yeah but yeah, yeah. no i'm no, not doing don't tie me up no no tying up yeah i don't like that at all yeah Mm-mm. no thank you and i i don't have any desire to tie anyone up either no no Mm-mm. okay nope we're on the same page we're with on that. the same page yeah. there yeah. yeah and do you think your husband would say the same thing um I don't know. I, I think Mark might be the opposite. I think you Mark, think he'd like to be tied up. Yeah, he might. Maybe I'll ask him I, later. I was gonna say I'll have to ask Jamie because I don't know. That's a good question. All right, we'll report back. Yeah, in one of our more PG episodes. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw a little sex in there just yeah. to spice it up. Just, just to spice it up. <laughs> right? That's, that's right. When we're when we're reviewing ET, <laughs> we'll bring up this Shut just to make up. it better. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, my oh God. poor E.T. I know. He really doesn't deserve the slander. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. He's just a hitchhiking alien that tried to steal the life force of the poor child. Fuck oh that guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> Cruel Intentions. Yes. Okay. 1999. It stars Reese Witherspoon, Ryan Phillippe, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Selma Blair, and has Joshua Jackson, Swoozy Kurtz, and... We have talked about mm-hmm. the goddamn national treasure that yes. is Christine Baranski. Yes. Um, it was originally called Cruel Inventions, mm. but test audiences thought that that made it sound like a science fiction film. So the name changed, was named, the name was changed before it was released. <laughs> um, 
Talk about an all-star cast. Yeah, and I had forgotten about Swoozie Kurtz. Me too. And Tara Reid for a very brief moment. A second. And Christine Baranski. Yeah. Baranski, yeah. I had totally forgot that they were in it. Yeah. Speaking of Swoozie Kurtz, she was in the 1980s Dangerous Liaisons movie with Michelle oh, Pfeiffer and all of that. So she was one of the people. So the movie was based on the book that I cannot pronounce. That okay. is The Dangerous Liaisons. Okay. Les Laissons Dangerous. Hey, it sounds good. I don't know. Sounds good. I probably said that wrong. So it's based on the book written in the 1700s about French nobility and their depravity. An avid collector of antique books, Sarah Michelle Geller, owns an early edition of the book. Oh, interesting. I know. I thought that was good. Yeah. But anyway, um, so since the book was written, there have been, I guess, three movie adaptations of Dangerous okay. Liaisons. This would be, I guess, the most recent. I did not find any more recent after Cruel Intentions. After Cruel Intentions. Okay. Um, and I was surprised when I went back and read the synopsis of the book how closely Cruel Intentions matched mm. what happened. Interesting. I thought so too. Yeah. So originally, Annette. Yeah. yeah. Producers were looking for a young but popular actress. They turned their attention on Katie Holmes. She had just uh, mm. done Dawson's Creek. She was on Dawson's Creek. She was very popular. But I guess the director had concerns about Holmes portraying that role, saying that they needed someone with a little more strength of character. While the studio wanted Holmes, Cumble, which was the director, mm -hmm. considered actress Vanessa Shaw, who I guess was the girl from Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. For the lead role. When both sides could not come to an agreement, they decided, or Ryan Phillippe was dating Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon and suggested her. Interesting. Um, I guess in order to get her to say yes, they had to take her out to dinner to get her drunk. And they literally got to, the director literally got down on his knees and begged her, don't worry, it'll only be 15 days and you'll do great. Oh my God. And it changed her life. It really did. Like, I mean, in she all had fairness, acted before she that. had, but in all fairness, like, I did not know her like I knew her after Cruel because Intentions. Was fear before or after Cruel Intentions? I think it was after. I think that was an, an aughts movie. Was it? Okay. I don't know. Let me look at it. Okay. Up. Because that's, I didn't see her when she was a little kid. There was the, there was a movie she was in when she was young. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of it, but I didn't see that movie until after I had seen Cruel, Cruel Intentions? Intentions and Fear. Like then I really, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. So. I feel like Fear was, Man in the Moon was Man in the Moon, first. that's the one I didn't see until after she I'd seen Cruel Oh, no, you're fear. right. Was so, it 96? Uh, fear was. Yeah. Man on the Moon was 91. Yeah. And then she was in a... She's, she, it looks like she was in quite a few as a child. Okay. But she was in Fear in 96. And then she was in Pleasantville 98. And then Cruel Intentions was 99. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She was also in Twilight. Reese Witherspoon was in Twilight? That's what it says. Oh, not the... Not Twilight. A different Twilight. Paul Newman, Susan Sarandon, and Gene Hackman Twilight. Okay. Not the vampire. Not the vampire. <laughs> well, maybe they are vampires. I don't know. Ah, fuck. Gene Hackman is a vampire. That's amazing. Stalker Channing, James Garner, Leif Schreiber, John Spencer. Fuck, this is like a pretty big... Like, there are some names in this movie, huh. and I've never fucking heard of it. Uh -uh. Anyway. Yeah, different Twilight. Anyway. Okay, so yeah. So she'd been in a couple things. To your point, I remember Pleasantville. I remember yeah. Fear. Yeah. Um, and I remember... So it's funny... 
election I saw oh. recently. Because oh, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I hadn't seen it yeah. probably like in forever. And you and I had talked about it in a podcast. And I was like, I got to go back and watch it. And I did. And I, lo- I was like, God, it's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. So I really did enjoy that. But th- this was pretty much so she did election um, just right after Cruel Intentions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but to your point, like this was definitely one of her big stepping stones. Yeah. Definitely one of yeah. the things that she did. So, I mean, good for her and good for Ryan Phillippe, who, by the way, hasn't done tons. Mm-mm. His career then. did not no. take off like hers did. That's exactly right. Um, the other one, the big one that's surprising to me in this is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. You know, she, mm-hmm. so she had already done Buffy. She, yeah. we knew she was a badass bitch, right? Yeah. From Buffy. Yeah. But like, she has kind of this persona that's such a nice girl mm-hmm. for her to play this role. Yeah. I was just. And she was fucking phenomenal at Right. It. She yeah. did such a good job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was every bit the, I have to act like a princess, but I'm going to kick someone's ass uh-huh. and I hate everyone. Like, all of that was yeah. was crazy. Yeah. The film was shot in six weeks. Oh, wow. The writer and director, Roger Cumbell, orish- originally wrote the script in 12 days. Dang. The film's budget was $10 million. It grossed $13 million in its opening weekend. Oh, my God. So it was quite the successful movie. Well, and I, I don't... I don't know if I saw it originally in the theaters or not. I can't remember. Well, but, I doubt it. Yeah, well, I maybe doubt not. It too. I but, mean, because 1999, you, you could have driven yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was 20 in 99. Right. But I don't remember if we, I, I mean, but I would imagine that m- word of mouth, right? Mm-hmm. With the content of the movie. Yeah. I have no doubt that multiple people saw it multiple times in the theater. Oh, yeah. Which helped drive those profits right Because uh, it was fucking good. Yeah. So it was directed by, at the time, newcomer Roger Cumble. Um, the director got his start working as a playwright and director in the early 1990s. Oh, okay. So he okay. and David Schwimmer were really good friends in the early 1990s. Um, in an interview with Cosmopolitan, he revealed, I put a play up in 1997 called D-Girl, and I got David Schwimmer to be in it at the height of Friends. That was a game changer for me. Once that happened, his he could do whatever he wanted. And this was the next thing that he wanted. And he almost, right after that, went off wrote this script and then made this movie wow i know i thought that was really cool yeah uh so in the movie yeah reese witherspoon and ryan phillip i mean sorry sarah michelle geller and ryan phillip yeah. are step siblings yes i remember when i saw this originally i didn't get the fact that they weren't related by blood so i i agree and I, I didn't remember that key part either right and i, I really thought the they were time. brother and sister yeah and it was totally incestuous yeah yeah i did not get i did not remember that key little word step anywhere when well because we they don't the say it the only way they that you know that parents. that's right is yeah. your bitch mom yes and you your know your cheating father. Hus- yeah. right yeah. father yeah and other than that like they don't really say we're step siblings right and so it's like ew yeah i remember that being a kid and thinking god this is really bad uh-huh yeah now i'm like okay it's not so, so bad. scandalous yeah. yeah i mean it's like clueless oh yeah 100 yeah. and yeah. That, i was yeah. fine with that but at the time because yes. i wasn't picking up on the fact that they were step siblings i totally <laughs> thought it was so scandalous me yeah. too me yeah. too producer neil moritz who had worked on i know what you did last summer helped mm. cast the film 
his first choices were Ryan Phillippe and Sarah Michelle Gellar, who also starred in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. So this is the second film that Reese Witherspoon and Selma Blair co-starred in. Yeah. With the first one being Legally Blonde. Yeah. I shouldn't say the first one. The other the one. The other one. Being Legally yeah, because it was after this. It was. Um, but of course, that was such a good movie oh, as well. so good. I know. We've done Legally Blonde, right? I think so, yeah. I think we have too. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, okay. Here's what's weird to me. So all these kids are playing high school kids. Right. Like rich high school, like prep school kids. Yes. Yeah. But very they're still wealthy. in high school. Yeah. Selma Blair is older than Sarah Michelle Geller, Ryan Phillippe, and Ryan Phillippe. She was 27. No, she wasn't. And ex- and played the role, the role of a 15-year-old girl. Who's a total fucking ditz. Uh, Yes. And Sarah Michelle Geller, she wa- was 22, and Ryan Phillippe was 25. Playing seniors in high school. Yes. Yeah, yeah. because, but yeah, they were seniors, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Selma Blair wasn't. She was, she a, was a goddamn freshman. freshman. She was just starting out. Yeah. Maybe not a freshman, because... No, she, I think she was, because well, that was the whole reason. I knew she was young. She's definitely younger. Yeah. And she, this was, she was just coming to the school. Yeah, and I always kind of thought she was a freshman, because, like, the one scene in her bedroom with her dollhouse and her... And oh, her, yeah. And her stuffed animals and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a fucking middle schooler. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I know. So, for legal reasons, writer and director Roger Cumble had to ask all of the actresses auditioning for Cecile how old they were because of the sex scene. Mm. between yep, her yeah. and Sebastian. Yeah. So he says in a Cosmopolitan interview that I obviously took a lot from, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were bringing all these people and they were all good, but I remember Selma Blair came in and said, and I said, how old are you? And she goes in Cecile's bready voice, uh, how old are you? Oh my God. And she was so obnoxious, obnoxious, I couldn't get out of my head and that's how she I got cast I love that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that is awesome. She definitely, like, Selma Blair is one of those people that I don't think of as, like, this amazing actress, but right. every time I've seen her in something, I'm She's like, God amazing. damn, you're yeah. amazing. She nails the character. She does. She always yeah. nails the character. Yeah. She always does a good job. She is really good at what she does. Yeah. Surprisingly, in fact, in this movie, there's very few people that I'm like, you know they overacted uh-huh. or yeah they're unbelievable the only one from time to time ryan Phillippe acts just so over the top oh yeah that it's i'm annoying. like oh yeah God, okay yeah with but, his angst yes with his angst his rich boy angst. that's right <laughs> but honestly like sarah michelle geller is very believable in yeah. her role selma yeah. blair is very believable and and selma blair i mean the fact that she does that handstand and, and spreads oh her legs. Oh, my God. I mean, it's so ridiculous. You're like, no way. But she does it, and I'm like, yep. The fact that she's sitting on the couch at the beginning of the movie with her mom, and she's got a skirt on, and she and you can see her white panties, because yeah. she's just like this clueless fucking 15-year-old that doesn't know to cross her fucking legs, which a part of that is like, okay, like... I get you're supposed to be young, but you were raised upper crust New York City. I know. You would have known to cross your legs. I know. But still, the point is, she nailed that fucking character. Of course. And when he pushes her off the fucking bed, kicks oh, her God. off the bed, and she just falls, like, it's so good. Yes. She's so good. She really is. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I thought that was hilarious. And, you know, you talk about where she's got her legs open. Yeah. So I have a list of my favorite one-liners. Yeah. And I had to like, as I was watching this, I had to to register them because the one-liners are so good. And one of my favorites is when Christina Baranski, Christine Baranski says to her, um, close your legs, darling. This isn't Jamaica. Yes. <laughs> I was like, uh, what, oh, the what the fuck the- happens in Jamaica? Yeah, what the hell does that mean? Like, I, okay. I've been in Jamaica. Right. Like People are just, just sitting around with their legs open. Right. What, what, yeah. what goes on in Jamaica? Yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, okay, I got you. <laughs> um, all right. During the movie. Yeah. Ryan Phillippe and Reese Witherspoon were dating. Yeah. The couple got married three months after the movie was released and had two children together, but they ended up divorcing in 2008. Yeah. Because Reese Witherspoon married. And they're getting divorced now. I know. They just um, announced it. Yeah. Because he's also an actor, right? Or something. Married. Oh, Jim Toth. He's an actor and talent agent. Yeah. yeah. And she had one child with him. And two with, with Ryan. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started date. Her and Jim Toth started dating in 2010, got married in 2011, and then had their son in 2012. Oh, there you go. Well, and have you seen Ryan and Reese's children? Oh, they're gorgeous. Oh, my God. And right? Ava Philippi could not look more like her mother. I agree. I mean, Although she she has the, you some, can, uh-huh, but right, it yeah. is surprising how much she looks like her mother. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yes. their kids are ridiculously good looking. Yeah. 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 Uh, the final straw in snagging Christine Baranski, who only had to work three days. Oh, my God. Was that her daughters were huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans. Oh. And so when they found out that her mom would work with Sarah <gasps> Michelle Geller, yeah, they got super excited. Uh, production designer John Gary Steele had it so that all of the locations they were permitted, permitted to paint were painted in dark colors. I see the movie very much as a tragedy, Steele said. Since we were using a young cast, I didn't want it to feel like a young, bright teen film because mm, it's not. It's very tragic. It's dark. Everyone yeah. basically basically loses. And this is a, an interesting theme about is. this movie. Is yeah. that like, so, okay, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you already know this. I've probably said it on this podcast, but I'm going to say it again. I generally like to have a person I can root for, someone I like. Yeah, you have to be able to relate to somebody. I, it can be completely ridiculous and I'll still enjoy the movie. Uh, like completely not based in reality. Well, you know, that's what I'm going to say. It. Like even to say relatable, I don't even need them to necessarily be someone I can relate, relate to, but I have to like them. Yeah. I have to want them to succeed. It's why you hated Four Christmases because you couldn't relate. Exactly. I did not like you, anyone. Yeah, that you they all suck. Yeah. That's right. I yeah. was like, let them all fucking die. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. That's why I can't watch Breaking Bad. Like, t- people oh, tell me Bradley how good. Williams is going to die because she people, loves Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. everyone does. I've never seen everyone it. does. They say yeah. it's amazing, but I watched like the first like five episodes and they're all horrible to each other. Yeah. They're all awful. They're yeah. terrible, awful people. Yeah. I hope they all go to fucking jail or they all fucking <laughs> overdose and die. I don't give a shit. I don't like them. They're terrible That's people. Amazing. I I have to like somebody. Yeah. It's also why I didn't like Seinfeld. Oh, Riley's really going to die when she hears this. She's getting into Seinfeld now. I never thought I was smart enough to understand Seinfeld. You're plenty smart enough. But then when she was home on break, she was watching some of it. And I'm just like, I find it annoying. It is because there's no one that's like... A person you want to be friends with. Well, and she's just dying laughing. And I'm like, they're just arguing about the same stupid. She's like, that's what's so great about it. Because people literally have these kind of conversations in their day-to-day life. Do you? Well, but my, Do you? at some point, don't you just tell that person to shut the fuck shut up? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would not Maybe. want to be friends with any of these people. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. In all fairness, like, I can see, like, I've watched the Soup Nazi episode. Oh, I've watched yeah. the Elaine Dances episode. Yeah. And there was one episode that I actually laughed out loud with when Jerry Seinfeld could not remember the name of the woman he slept with. And she told him it was, it rhymed with the name of a person's anatomy. And at the end, he's like, Dolores. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So there, there were a few redeeming episodes, yeah. but in general, but I just, in general, you didn't no, like it. Yeah. I didn't like any of those people. Yeah. So this movie, it's interesting that 
you end up like rooting for some of the bad guys. It yeah. Feels like. Yeah. And there are people that even though like they don't have any redeeming qualities, I, I and to me, that's really a mark of a really good actor is the fact that even though like there's no reason to like Sarah Michelle Gellar's right. character. Yeah. But I liked her. Yeah. There's no reason to like Selma Blair's character. She's an idiot. Yeah. But I liked her. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's. And then, of course, Reese Witherspoon plays a really nice character yeah the wholesome all-american girl yeah yeah so saving it for marriage but it, <laughs> right but it is very much a it is a tragedy like the, oh, the movie is a tragedy for sure yeah yeah uh okay the scene in which annette slaps sebastian was unscripted really yes reese witherspoon and ryan Phillippe were go- were so into their scene that she slapped when him he unex- was breaking up with mm-hmm. her <gasps> and she slapped him unexpectedly Philippi's rejection is genuine. He was so into the scene that right after writer and director Roger Cumble said cut, he went behind the set and puked. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yeah, that was such a good scene. It is. She's Can like, you- look at you. You're such a coward. Look I at know. you shaking. I'm like, oh my God. It's such a good scene. Can you imagine having to, for your job, fight with your spouse? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know uh-uh. if I could manage that. No, not I I don't think so either. Because I hold a grudge and I wouldn't be able to. I mean, shocking to everyone out there, I hold a grudge. I and I, I mean, maybe when you are a trained actress, which clearly I'm not, also a shocker, I'm sure to everyone listening, but you would be able to like have Separate. that separation. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be able to. I Well, and if my husband slapped me. Oh, my god even if he was like but i was in the moment i'd be like me too bitch as i clocked him in the face like (laughs) i don't care right no i will murder you i'd be like you just hit me yeah now i'm an abused wife yeah i I can't be with you yes Uh uh-huh yeah okay Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. there's no way i don't think i could either Mm -mm. so i think i mean i think it's nice that he went back and puked yeah and i think it's why they're the professionals and we are not <laughs> probably so in that in that field i'm gonna leave it that's at that. true who knows they may not be able to handle it in our field in all fairness they could suck at podcasts right clearly clearly yes i believe that they would <laughs> since we're trained professionals absolutely exactly yeah toward the end of the film when Catherine tells ronald that sebastian had hit her yeah the actual scene of sebastian striking her was filmed they were going to put <gasps> it in yep they were going to put it in the movie oh but it was deleted because the dialogue that sebastian says during this part didn't fit his character mm. and the writers decided to let the audience decide for themselves whether he actually hit Catherine or not he totally didn't hit Catherine. so because here's my thing like you <laughs> you want at the end she she very much is depicted as the bad guy sure now we all know he's a douchebag yeah. and and in all fairness to like perpetuate the patriarchal uh-huh. like oh boys can fuck around and they're fine yeah, yeah. i did not want to like his character at the end correct but on the other hand i did i ended up like yeah you know like good for him he fell in love good for him it caught him good for yeah. him that he figured out that falling in love you know fucking around with a girl and then falling in love with her is biting him in the ass yeah good he deserves it yeah and sorry if that makes him sad or whatever mm-hmm. like i liked that so i am glad they did not end up showing him hitting her 
with that said, I also hate the fact that like they vilified because the black character. Well, yes. I mean, but at the end of the day, he was manipulated and I did not feel like he was was a total pawn. Right. So I didn't necessarily feel like he was vilified. I felt she was vilified. Mm -hmm. And while Catherine was the bad guy to some degree, she wasn't the only Only bad guy. I mean, he got away with it, right? Because he died. right. If he hadn't died, it wouldn't have just been on her shoulders. That's exactly correct. Okay, so that's the thing. Yeah. And I can remember, like we've talked about this, being in high school and kids dying. Car accidents, whatever. Yeah. And even now as an adult, like when I die... I don't need the people that actually know me and love me to be like, she was a great person. I'm not. I'm a fucking raging bitch most of the time. Like, I don't like this thing of like, you die. You die and and all of us, yes. And all of a sudden, all your transgressions, like, everyone forgets who you actually fucking were as a person. That's right. Like, did he probably have some good qualities? We didn't see him. No. Until the very, very end when yeah. he realized how much he was in love with her. And that was only because she convinced him of that's that. That's right. So that's my thing is like at the end of the day, she, yeah. she the Sarah Michelle Gellar ends up the villain. Yeah. He gets off scot-free, which yeah. granted, I realize dying's bad, but he doesn't end up being the villain. Right. It's all her. He doesn't have to answer for his fucking bullshit. Well, and it makes it seem like he tried to redeem himself yes. by turning over the journal. Yes. But that's not what happened. No. You know, yes, no. he gave her the journal. He was emotionally with, manipulating Reese Witherspoon's yes, character with that journal. That's right. He was using it as a pawn <laughs> yeah. just to say, here's this thing I'm giving you. You know he had no this intention. explains me. That's right. But you yes. know he would never have had some intention of her, like, giving that to the whole fucking school. No. That wasn't going to happen. No. And I also, um, in that scene where she's saying Ronald had hit her, I immediately thought, Oh, I remember girls like that. Yeah. I remember the girls in high school that would make shit up to get their boyfriends all juiced up. I got to defend my woman like all this shit. And they'd make up or they'd make up some boy that they dated from Oak Park High School that no fucking person in Smithville even knows if they're real or not. Yeah. But he used to hit me because it would make the boys feel like they needed to defend their woman. And she was this little thing. Like it just went all over me i know especially because like what is that doing like to you know yeah so that was the one issue that i had there was as much as i appreciated the fact that they did leave it up to me whether or not he actually hit her or not right the fact was was that in the movie they made no indication that he even went back to see her right so why would we have thought that he may have hit her yeah it never even occurred to me that that was ever true exactly she's such a manipulator it was a thousand percent a false statement exactly yeah exactly right yeah so that was my thing was like and again it completely ended up letting him off the hook and making her 10 times worse yeah i did not love that yeah Okay. Uh, oh, yes. Tara Reed. You mentioned her. Yeah. With Susie Kurtz. So she played in the 1988 Dangerous Liaisons. So oh, she was. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but you're right. Like Tara Reed in the very beginning. Yeah. The fact that like Sebastian seduced Tara Reed. Took- in intentionally yes took nude photos of her yeah put them up on the internet and yes. let's be honest this was the beginning Not- of the internet yeah. to some degree yeah i mean this was pre-kim kardashian sex indeed. tape internet that's right <laughs> that was quite the yeah quite the coup yeah uh one of my favorite characters was josh jackson joshua jackson's 
uh, gay weed dealer. Yes. Um, yes. To be honest, I remember at the time thinking he was a lot more sinister than he was because I thought I was like, oh, shame on him for setting, setting up, up the football player. The football player. Yeah. But, you know, now looking back on it, I was like, well, first of all, it's not like this football player. Oh, right. <laughs> wasn't enjoying himself uh, clearly clearly like he was the one that was because he'd be the first one to like probably beat the shit out of joshua jackson for sure right yeah so i was like i kind of like that and the fact that like joshua jackson's just sitting there with a goddamn scale oh my god just cracked my shit up yes i loved it yeah i will say that the liberal use of the f F word i know it's a little cringe i did not love that no and According to something, I can't remember what, Sarah Michelle Geller was supposed to use the N-word. No, ma'am. So I was really glad that that did not happen, that that did not make it into the yeah, final cut. Yeah. I'm like, listen, we said some dumb shit. Yeah. But I grew up never no. using no. that word. No, absolutely and, not. Right. And, I, and as wrong as it is and as horrible as it is in the late 90s yeah. the f word was used i know as such a derogatory term and it does not make it okay whatsoever no but it what's well, the same as the r word people use yes. the r I like yes people use the r word all the time yeah now we know but i didn't remember how much of it how much it was used until i went back and rewatched the movie let's just be thankful our kids are doing better than we are yeah absolutely yes all right the clothes sebastian and Catherine were deliberately put into dark clothing while annette was put in light clothes as a contrast Mm. when cecile was going to write the letter to her music teacher ronald at sebastian's she's wearing a red hoodie yeah the um the costume designer Denise Wingate said, I remember at the last minute deciding to put Selma in a red hooded sweatshirt so when she's leaving to go see Sebastian, she looks like a contemporary Little Red Riding Hood. Oh. Going to see the Big Bad Wolf. And Interesting. Like, I know. I liked that visualization. Yeah. And I didn't notice it at the time. No. But, but knowing that, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, that's yeah, good. That's really good. Yeah. Especially because, okay, the other thing is, how weird was it that she was in a hoodie with no t-shirt on underneath? Right. Who fucking does that? Oh, okay. Well, hold on now. Okay. Because I wear hoodies without t-shirts underneath them. Well, I do that aren't zip up. Like this. Right. She had I, on a zipper j- hooded jacket. Right. And no. Yes. No one's like, wearing that like without I, a t-shirt. I, to your yes. point, I'm wearing a hoodie a right now. A true hoodie. I That's don't right, wear one. With a kangaroo, kangaroo pocket, the whole thing with yeah. no zipper. Right. Because it's a pullover. Right. But like, she had no on like one a can zip- just zip me right. and show my boobies. And my tits are out. Yes. Yeah. She... Yes. Who does that? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, no, it was not normal. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, because I thought that was weird. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, the other thing that was really enjoyable about this movie, and maybe it's the reason why I really enjoyed going back and watching it, because I don't know that the movie is so great. Oh, yeah. But I did really enjoy it, and part of it was how 90s it was. Oh, my God, yes. 17 Magazine. Yes. Dark fingernails. Yes. The corset with the blazer. Yes. And the sound. I was just getting ready to say the fucking music is amazing. Counting Crows. I the Verve, played like, that soundtrack yeah. over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Bittersweet Symphony. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was such a good, good. Yeah. In fact, due to its use in the film, sales for Bittersweet Symphony by The Verb increased globally. The song almost didn't make it into the movie. In an interview with ABC News, Cumble said, "There was this was another example of me writing a scene perfectly to music without getting the rights. That was a nightmare. So we're like, oh, let's get the rights from the Verve. But they went back and found out that Verve doesn't own the rights. <gasps> the Rolling Stones do. No. 
So they had to pay a bajillion oh God, dollars to the Stones to the Stones to get the oh rights to God. that movie. But art to that music, I don't think that scene would be that scene. Oh, like to me that because I also think watching her drive away with the wind uh-huh. in her hair in that goddamn in roadster yeah. is what made me love convertibles. Oh, yeah. Because I watch that and think, oh, God. Yeah. That is just perfection. Uh-huh. I love it so much. And then for that song to be playing in the that background That soundtrack, is so though, is... Oh, oh God. God. Fucking yes. killer. Yes. It's so good. It really is. Yeah. For, for those youngsters that are listening... If you don't watch the movie, get which, on Spotify. Yeah, I understand. You can't yeah. deal with the F word. Yeah. I understand. Get it. Yeah. Get on Spotify. Listen to yes, the song. Yes. Listen to the soundtrack. Listen to the soundtrack. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. So good. Okay. The other thing that I loved. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon was from Kansas City. Oh, I did love that. True, too. Right? Yes. Okay. The yes. only thing is, Greg, the football player, yes. was also from Kansas City. They did the close up of his license plate. Did you see what county he's from? Girl, no, I didn't even pay attention. Wyandotte. Which is in KCK. He's from the fucking dot. The word, like the armpit the county armpit of, Kansas City. of Kansas. I'm sorry to whoever we are offending right now. <laughs> I'm not. But it's the fucking armpit right. county of let's Kansas. Let's be honest. You don't go from uh-uh. Wyandotte County mm-hmm. to a goddamn high cost prep school in, in New, New York. York. That doesn't happen. No. Now you can say Kansas City, Kansas, because maybe she's from like Overland Park, Shawnee Correct. Mission, Mission. Right. There are places in Kansas City, Kansas that have some fucking yes. money. Yes. It is not Wyandotte, Wyandotte County. County. So yeah. So that tells you that they didn't have a clue about the Indeed. About the geography. But I I did love the fact that she was from Kansas City, Kansas. I did too. That yeah. was adorable. Yeah. Um uh, some of my favorite one liners. I told you that I put together my list yeah um of course i already said cecile keep your legs together this isn't jamaica yeah. i love that um joshua jackson saying this man's got a mouth like a hoover hoover yeah i died yes. i died i died i laughed yes. again um when they were talking about ronald and they're like he's so young and he's so black i know i died <laughs> I died. Yes. Okay, but probably my favorite was when um, <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller and Sebastian and Cecile were all talking, and they said something about an email, and I think it was Sebastian that said, email is for geeks and pedophiles. Oh. I'm yeah. like, you know, in 1999, that may have been yeah, the case. Yeah, that might have been the case, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. One of the biggest scenes from Cruel Intentions. Yeah. That I'm guessing is played over and over and over again is the kissing scene between Sarah Michelle Gellar and And Selma Selma. Blair. It is actually ranked at number 32 on Entertainment Weekly's 50 Sexiest Movies Ever. Okay. And into the 21st century, the scene is banned in some countries. They cut it out. Because it's two women kissing? Yeah. Well, it's pretty. I mean, there's a lot of tongue. I mean, they show tongue. There's a lot of tongue. I mean, she's teaching her how to kiss. So, yeah. So there's a lot of tongue involved. There's a lot of tongue involved. Well, and they said, you know how like... And then Selma likes it. I know. Which makes it more scandalous, right? If you're in a country that is not Mm -hmm. okay with that, that makes it even more scandalous. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this at the very end, there's like some saliva there. Yes. So they originally, like that wasn't supposed to be the case. And when that happened, they kept that in. Yeah. Scandalous. The whole movie is debauchery, and I it love is, it. It is, but I and will I say, it. like, their 
kissing scene. Yeah. It's, so that and yeah. then the scene where Sarah Michelle Gell- Sarah Michelle Geller is sitting on the lap of Sebastian. Oh my God. And she's yeah, like grinding into him. Yes. And whatever. And he's like, I yeah. still to this day, I'm like, and you know, here's what I've always. <laughs> so here's what I've also always wondered. Yeah. Because like you'll read interviews or hear interviews with with you know and now in Hollywood they have people specifically that are there for the actors and actresses during sex scenes yeah and talking them through it and are you comfortable and are this and that and they're like advocates specifically for the actors yeah. in those moments that yeah. shit wasn't happening in the 90s so there was an article about whether or not actually Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe were having real sex in their sex scene because yeah. they were married yeah and they said no everyone had covers on yeah but I've always wondered like that has to be so fucking awkward because that's what they always say, Fuck, right? Like, yeah. there are so many people in the room that it's not nearly as sexy in that moment as it appears on screen that it is. Well, that's but why I'm they like, get paid a bajillion dollars, exactly. But I'm like, did he really have a raging heart on? Fuck yeah! How did he not have a raging yeah, of heart? Of course, on after he that? had to have. He's grabbing on her tits and everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it. Yeah. How fucking awkward to get up from that scene and you're. The only thing I can say is, I wonder if they wear a cup in those kinds of situations. Oh, that's interesting. Right, because then, like, that. maybe that would, you know what I'm saying? Like a cup yeah. and a jock strap would yeah. keep that all under control. It at least wouldn't be raging obvious. Right, because you don't want to, you don't want to stand up and walk yeah. around. And because even like, right, like, are you going to stand up and walk around? No, because it might be a little uncomfortable because yeah. now you have blue balls. Yeah, like, let's be honest. And yeah, yeah. And I'm also thinking for her part, like it's fucking hot watching it. Yeah, like she's just going to get up and walk away. Like did uh, like. Did she go to the bathroom? Right. Did she like, have to excuse herself? Did, right. Like, are you juiced up? I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, I probably would have been. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got to believe, though, that you're right. It's just not as sexy as it seems. And it just is really awkward. And it's really awkward. Because all so, these people are watching. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and But to your point, if I was a dude, I probably would do something. Yeah. To try and prevent. Yeah. All right. No, no, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, in the porn industry yeah i didn't mean to do that okay the rotten tomato score is 54 percent. what i was disappointed in that i'm disappointed in that as well the audience score is 80 percent. okay so when i look at this through a completely like non nostalgic eye non-nostalgic right. okay. eye yeah i will say that when i look at it i'm like okay some of the acting is over and like really all he had to do was like say three words and it convinced her that he was in love with her and then right, she after fucked she, him yeah, and after, after she's written she, this whole article she wrote a manifesto yeah, and, about right, how like, she's saving it for marriage and and her daddy right. is going to be the new and headmaster she supposedly school. she supposedly has a boyfriend, boyfriend? yeah that, like really like because of through all of that like it's only going to take ryan Phillips. like honestly they had one good day together yeah like one and like it day. took nothing for her to get in the swimming pool with him yeah well and in all fairness like i would go swimming with them because they were fully clothed yeah I, I would go swimming but she just had sex with them right away right i was shocked yeah so that suspect the easy trope of you know sarah michelle geller's the bad girl yeah that's, so maybe if i was a critic yeah or an adult in the 1990s that's true yeah i might have a different opinion but to yeah. be honest like i'm with the audience score definitely 80 percent. with the success there was a prequel there was a sequel and a network tv pilot that sarah michelle geller started really but apparently it was not really appropriate for network TV. Oh, that would make sense. So they are now trying to revive it on streaming network. 
Interesting. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. There is also a Broadway play. Of Cruel Intentions? Yeah. AM New York reported a three-performance pop-up premiere and an extended off-Broadway run. Its score... Sorry, it's a musical. It's, oh, it's a musical. <laughs> its score is made up of songs from the film's soundtrack and other 90s pop hits. Sarah Michelle Gellar even returned for the musical production, but in a very unique way. Playing Catherine once again, she provided the pre-recorded warning that played before the play begins. Mm. In an icy of a voice as possible, she warned the audience to turn off their cell phone and not to take pictures. If you didn't listen, she would cyber shame you into an oblivion. Oh, my God. The musical extended its run due to popularity coming to an end at the end of April 2023. Wow. Cruel Intentions TV show was picked up at Amazon as of a December 2023 article. And that is the next iteration is the streaming show on Amazon. Interesting. I know. Interesting. Yeah. Will you watch this show? I would probably give it a try. I'm not sure how far they can go with it. I don't either because I'm getting the impression that it's going to be set in current times. Yeah, which, you know, my love of, again, Cruel Intentions is so much about the 90s. 90s. Yeah, Yeah. it's such a very 90s show that, like, it'll be interesting to see what changes they put up. But, I I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. Well, and I would say, too, like, when you were talking about some of the tropes, like, looking at it through a critical lens. Yeah. Like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, God. I can remember, and granted, now get, I mean, I got married in 99, so it's not like I was still dating oh, then. God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we got married in 99, but it brought back to me, like, remembering when Fear came out. Yeah. And then this movie came out, and like the whole, I can change him. He's oh. a bad boy, but I can change him. Like, that oh. whole uh, that whole mentality as oh. a high school girl of like, yes. I can totally change him. It, he won't be that way with me. That's why. You know what I mean? Yes, that's why people <laughs> date like the bad boys. The boy, bad boys. Is yeah. because how much more glorious will it be when you change him? Yeah. And yeah. in all fairness, like, with my husband, you know, he... I thought I was getting a bad boy that I was going to change. Oh. And then I got to know him and I was like, no. It was all fake. It's just, this is just Mark. <laughs> this is how he is. And, yeah. And in all fairness, that's probably why we've been married as long as we right. have, right? Right. Is because this idea that either you, you're going to change him. Right. And he thinks you're going to change. No, no one changes. No. No one. Ch- to all the young people that are yes. listening to this podcast. That's right. Please know, nobody changes. Well, and, and know that the longer you are, t- that you will change and grow as a person. Sure. Because life changes yes. you. But who you are at your core is who you are at your that's core. Ex- that's exactly so right. So if you, if he's a bad boy and he ta- he treats it, people poorly. If he manipulates he people, people. If poorly, he lies. If he hits. If he hits. If he, yes. If, he, if he'll not, bad mouth you to people. That shit is bone deep and it will not change. It won't change. Because, because. Mm-hmm. If he thinks it's okay to do when he's 20, he yep. probably thinks it's okay to do when he's 40. You betcha. Now, to your point, can people learn not to be, not to say the R word? I said the yes. R word when I was oh, 15 sure. years old, and I don't I say it now. I said the F word in high school. I yeah. said the F word, I'm sure, yeah. and I don't say it now. I yeah. never said the fucking N word. Yeah, oh, but, no. I mean, yeah. you know, yes, people grow and change 100%. Yeah. But to your point, like, once I learned... Correct. This hurt somebody. I already it's not had, acceptable. Right. I already had the value. Don't yes. fucking hurt people. Right. And so I knew not to do this thing. Yes. If my value system says it's fine to say whatever you want. Yeah. And fuck everybody's feelings. Yeah. That's very different. If you have to remind him one time of when your birthday is, <sighs> he is not the one, uh, sis. It, well, 
unless it's fine with you. You will be. I mean, that's you true. You will be reminding him will, yeah, for, the, for rest the rest of, of your, your life. life. Or you won't, and he'll never acknowledge it. And he'll never acknowledge it. And you'll have children with him, yep. and you will be filling your own stocking at Christmas. That's exactly right. So you have to decide if the bad boy's worth it. And what you're willing to put up with That's exactly and not right. put up with in a relationship. And it's okay to say in one moment, I'm going to put up with this and then change later and be like, I'm not. Yeah. But yeah. you just need but to know, know that going what into you're it. going into. Yeah. If you have a husband yeah. that has a girlfriend <laughs> and he gets with his other girlfriend multiple times <laughs> and he keeps leaving you for another girlfriend... <laughs> Yeah. That's never going it's to never change. It's never going to change. It's never going to change. I don't care what he tells you. No. You're exactly right. Now, I, I do like want to believe that the old adage, once a cheater and always a cheater, I hope that's not true. Yeah. And I hope that there are people out there that if they get into the relationship with the right person, don't cheat. Yeah. Don't continue that pattern. But I will tell you, I've yet to meet that person. Yeah. And I feel like it's indicative of someone who is restless. Yeah. Who is not happy with themselves. That's right. And it's the same way with abuse, with, yes. with hitting yes. and with, and with verbal abuse and saying, Hey, they're not happy with themselves and you can't change that. That's right. Because we all know we are the only ones responsible for how we feel about ourselves. That's right. And if you allow someone to drag you down that fucking hole with you or with them. Yep you'll never climb out of the abyss 100% so yeah to our young listeners watch for the red listeners, flags watch for those red and flags. god I hope you have an older woman in your life that can help you see the red flags no shit <laughs> we're with, available if you need us call in with that said we're gonna set up a hotline that's right with that said <laughs> it's a great fucking movie and you should watch it 100% you should yes. watch the movie if nothing else just to learn what to look for I mean that's true but it yeah. is a fabulous fucking movie so yeah. please 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 go watch it yeah, yeah I think you would not if nothing else just listen to the goddamn soundtrack yes all right but since we're talking about relationships yeah Valentine's Day is coming up oh it is that's so I true I feel like the next few podcasts we need to have might be rom-com podcasts okay and I'm wondering if for Valentine's we need an episode that is like our top rom-com movies okay that would be hmm let me I mean I think and, I can do it and rom-com's not typically and maybe I'm not real sure about I, that's the a, genre because well, I'm like I don't know that I typically gravitate to a rom-com well, but I probably do <laughs> and we don't have to do 25 like we've, oh, we've yeah, been yeah. very ambitious in we the could past. do 14 we could for Valentine's Day or we could even do 10 if that's all you can think of yeah because yeah. what I don't want Nicole Williams <laughs> Is a goddamn list of fucking filler movies. I'm gonna be like E.T. because he no! loves Elliot. I will kick you out. His heart glows red in the movie. Oh my God. It's a Valentine's movie. I will kill I'm putting you. it on the fucking list right I, now. I will throw that out as quickly as you write it down. I'm doing it. Uh, he has a heart and it beats in the movie. Whatever. It grows. Oh my god. The Grinch, his heart grows 14 times. I'm just easy. I promise I won't put him on the list. I promise. I am bleeding from the ears, dear <laughs> podcast listeners. I, I just promise want you to know. I won't put him on the list. Okay. Well, <laughs> regardless, I think, you know, in all fairness, listeners, if for the three of you that are out there, <laughs> yes. If you like our <laughs> top movie podcast please let us know yeah. if you don't please tell us that too because we'll stop making them yeah because it does take a lot of work to it, do those it movies. does <laughs> if only because <laughs> like you, you have to cuts. rack your head yeah with what are like the the list of 10 obviously yeah. nicole doesn't put as much work in the <laughs> as i do but okay oh, shit. 
anyway, so uh, probably uh, anyway. So <laughs> this is my point: is like with Valentine's Day coming up, I think yeah, we should do some rom coms. Um, so listen for those coming up. We yeah. will also impart additional relationship advice. Yes, to the few young listeners, listeners that might yes. be listening to us. Yes. Otherwise, go out and watch Cruel Intentions and just revel in the nineties and the soundtrackiness yeah. of it. Yes, so please great. do. Yeah. And for those of you who might still be listening, feel free to follow us on yeah. Facebook at Our Poor Friends Podcast Insiders. Yeah. Or on our Instagram page where I might or might not post a picture. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a lovely evening. Good night. Good night.